Hey everyone, internet and people, welcome to our podcast, our gaming retrospective derp around session where we will dig into the games that we love. I'm Ian. And I'm Zane. And this is The Gaming Game Bros. That's good. Mm, mm. Okay, so Zane, uh, here we are. Um, my actual brother uh, and uh, gaming confidant. Yep, that's me. Yeah. Um, so today uh, we begin our journey. Uh, first episode, and we're diving right into Super Mario Odyssey. I which I fairly. I, see, I messed up. We just started again, and I couldn't say Mario, and this time I couldn't say Odyssey. Odysseus. Um, yes, but uh, we are starting starting the Super Mario Odyssey. 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 Episode one, for this will be several parts. I don't think we're going to get. Today we'll probably be getting into the first level. Mm-hmm. I'd say that's safe to say. Yep. But um, possibly not farther. Than right. That. Probably talk about just some of the, the main mechanics of the game. Main mechanics, initial thoughts, trailer reception, um, our general thoughts. Just for this first one especially, we're gonna have to like go a little bit off topic just so that you, as the viewer, know where we're coming from gaming because we're going to have to kind of fill you in, just so you know who you're even hearing this from. I right. mean, obviously up top we are Nintendo boys. Yep. Um, you got to know the context. Got to know the context of these guys you're listening to. Um, so, like, yeah, we should probably say that first off, that we've been Nintendo fans, I mean, forever, really. Um, Zane, when does your Nintendo fan, Mario fandom start? Uh, well, I guess mine would be with Sunshine. Sunshine, I which think- is... Interesting, I'd say. Yeah, I think I played Sunshine before I played 64. I, yeah. Yeah, and mine starts um, uh, Super Nintendo SNES. Right. With, but not um, Mario 3, though I did not own a, a SNES. I got, my first console was Sega Genesis. Missed out on SNES. So my first real Mario experience with my own console was actually 64. Right. So really, the two, my, my start with Mario, your start with Mario, Really leads us to Odyssey, yes. because those are really the two, as far as what it's pulling from. Right. Uh, yeah, that's the fantastic thing about Super Mario Odyssey. It's that it's not, it's not a three D world. It's not a galaxy. It is the, the third installation of that Mario sixty four <laughs> Sunshine, the yeah Odyssey, mm-hmm. and it's like the it's like the cherry right. on top. It's close to galaxy. Galaxy's close. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, as, as close as that guy. Right. Which is right yeah. there. Yeah, but, well, like, it's, it's it had not... the feel, but it was mm-hmm. like the, but the level structure was different. The gimmick. Yeah. Where, like, with Cappy, which we'll get way into, of course, I mean, y'all know we're gonna get into Cappy, but, uh, the, the, that mechanic of the level design, the planets, mm-hmm. the gimmick, I guess, with that game was just a little too over, t- all-encompassing, that was, yeah. like, the whole game is based around that. Where with where when we get into Cappy, what which could maybe be perceived as gimmicky since mm-hmm. it is like a it's almost yeah. flood. We're gonna get into it's as similar as the flood in Super Mario Sunshine, and that yeah, or and also it Luigi's Mansion. Right. Uh, uh, blanking on uh, Poltergeist. Poltergeist. 3000. Obviously, shout out, shout out Professor Egad. Um, yes, that's he made both of those. Yeah, uh, puts Elon Musk to shame. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Elon Musk wishes he was um, Professor Egad. I have to p- just put that out there. Um, but uh, so you know something that could have been perceived as gimmicky, like those. Actually, I feel like in this game does not come off that way at all. It actually is yeah. just 
It almost is as fluid as his jump, which we'll get into a bit yes. more. And really, I think that was the mistake about Flood. It, that's actually perfect right. when you said that, was that Flood didn't really expand on Mario's abilities. No. His jumping, you know, the what makes Mario feel good, where Cappy is just like an extension, extension of what makes yeah. Mario feel good. And, and Flood is a save in a way, but... Cappy is a save that feels more like your own input is what's mattering, rather, yeah. r- rather than you like just holding R and now you mm-hmm. can float a little bit longer. Right. Where people that like that maybe felt like it was a bit of a crutch. Mm-hmm. Where Cappy is not like a crutch; it's just an extension of the long jump. It's an extension right. of the slide. It's mm-hmm. close to what Flood was doing with the slide roll. Honestly, I feel it, it, well, in this game you can just straight up roll. Right. Which, you can just Sonic out as Mario in Odyssey. You can, yeah. That, which is really weird. I, I forget about that sometimes. It's almost like it's just something they <laughs> added very, on at the end. They were just like, surreal. you know what? There's not really like a specific instance that I think we need Mario to do this, but here it is. And yeah. I, but that's actually one of the great things. It's like the shield It's like the shield slided in Breath of the Wild. Yeah. So totally, unnecessary. So unnecessary. Nothing. No one... <laughs> Would have complained if that right. was not in the game, but it's so fun. Yeah, it elevates the the platforming in a way that's right. I think that's just that that does come back to their game design a lot, and that just kind of playfulness of Nintendo's yeah. game design and like development and the people they seem to be having behind their games. But it's like yeah, trying to make it where like oh well, instead of Rick just walking down this hill, it could be fun. Yes. Right. Which is yeah. Like, yeah. Like you don't. It doesn't have to be every time. You could just go down the hill if you're not thinking mm-hmm. about it. But they're like trying to add these little. They're implementing these little things here and there that will give you like fun, unexpected fun. Right. It's like that surprise. Which speaking of surprise, uh, this game was developed by Kenta Matokura, I believe is how you pronounce that. And um, he actually was talking about that when he was developing this game, surprise and Cappy himself, the control mm-hmm. of Cappy, were basically the fundamental basis mm-hmm. of this entire game. Yeah. Like. From the get-go, he was thinking, and surprise makes so much sense once we're going to get to the trailer, because I feel like, I mean, well, it, it actually just starts with a surprise. You don't even know it's going to be a Mario game. So I think that's like, you know, he just pops out of a, a realistic-looking right, city. Right, in the trailer. Right. Yeah, which we'll get into. Uh, but, and weirdly, based on the Joy-Cons, and just the because it was during the development of the Switch, mm-hmm. they actually started developing this game right after 3D World in um, 2003, I believe. Yeah, 2003. So this game was in development a long time, and uh, so I think even Cappy's throwing mechanic was influenced by the idea of the Joy-Cons in general, which of course they've made it where it's just, it's button controlled, so you don't have, it's not reliant on that, but it's interesting to think that like Cappy itself and that mechanic right. influenced like the Switch's design yeah. in general. And, and we talked about this <clears throat> earlier, but um, it's really neat the process that they went through to create Mario's movement in the first place back in 64 because they, what they did was they designed a box, or they mm-hmm. used a box in their game engine, and they just made that box controllable, and they tried to make it as fun as possible to move that box around. So, you know, they made it jump, they made it slide, you know, whatever made it feel good. And then that is how, that is the basis for which they added the model model of Mario uh, to replace the cube. And then they right. just made it, it, it was such a good idea. And that kind of, they kind of did the same thing. Here. That's true. Was, because as a, that design philosophy, mm-hmm. like what Matakura mm-hmm. is talking about, like it's, 
he started from just Cappy feeling fun. It was the idea of like using the Joy-Con to just go like that. Right. And that turned in, which, sorry for the audio listeners, it's to act like you're flinging Cappy uh, with the Joy-Con. And then just that, and I, that's similar, it's, it's the same game design philosophy as the block. The yep. block is just, it, it's, it's, let's make this thing fun. Like, that might as well have been just, a, like, if it's fun to watch a, if it's fun to play as a block and jump to the top of a level, it's going to be fun once you actually play, are playing right. a character that exists in the same way that just throwing an inanimate object mm-hmm. is going to become fun once you have the overlay of Mario. I think that goes to show you that, like, if you're developing a platformer, mm-hmm. I think that is the philosophy that you need to use. You need to make, for, you need to first establish feel. the feel of the <clears throat> character, and then everything else, like, literally everything else is designed around that. The right. boss battles, the level design, the, I mean, you may, there are obviously other aspects that would directly affect that, but, you know, primarily when it comes to mm-hmm. gameplay and things you're interacting with, it's like, that's, yes. that's what a platformer is. Because you can design whatever level you want to around mm-hmm. it, but if it's not satisfying right. to get up onto that cliff, if it's not satisfying mm-hmm. to get up onto that... Cause this, and especially talking with about Odyssey, that I think it's particularly important in Sandbox. Because not only is Odyssey... We'll get, I mean, you know, we, we'll get into more mm-hmm. comparisons with other games because that is one of the main differences with Odyssey is that it is more of a sandbox yeah. uh, Banjo-Kazooie style. Right. Um, that's another thing we'll have to throw out that we're definitely going to do Banjo-Kazooie content and we are big fans heads yep. up but um, we'll, maybe we can but we, we won't say too much yep. so we'll leave that for but yeah best podcast yeah I was thinking about doing another one but okay anyway um, three. Oh, three. Wow, that, oh, was that was pretty good. good. That was pretty good. That was pretty good. I'm Banjo. <laughs> so there's one time he's. If you haven't, if you haven't ever selected Banjo in um, Diddy Kong Diddy Racing, Kong Racing yeah. on the 64, please select him. He sees he speaks English words <laughs> um, by the actual voice actor somehow <laughs> yeah. inexplicably. We had to we had to do a lot of research actually to figure out, and I'm pretty I'm like ninety percent positive it's the actual yeah, voice actor. Yeah, I think it is. Um, because only a few people have actually voiced. There it. must have been a serious uh, uh, creative decision that did not had not happened yet. Yes, <laughs> they like when the, Banjo and the, was there was the a game. note that was not there was a note from Rare that yeah. had not gotten there, yeah. and um, yeah, they took liberties. Yeah, they took a big swing, and honestly. It paid off. <laughs> it paid off. Um, but yeah, so um, I guess uh, so. We've kind of gone. We've gotten into our like our initial thoughts on just like once you know when it, we uh, or our initial thoughts on just like when we saw. I guess what, what basically we're talking about when we just saw the game initially because mm-hmm. you can infer a lot of this from the trailer. Which if you're a big Nintendo head, you probably saw that direct. Mm-hmm. It was very exciting. Yep. Um, and I actually might play a little bit of that trailer, and we can kind of maybe break that down a little bit. We can even pause too. You know what I yeah. mean? If we're thinking, we got the te- technology. We have the te- We can pause. Um, we can start it again. We can uh, we can uh, adjust the volume. Um, so, and or and we can just not play it. <laughs> so 2016, this trailer drops. Um, switch click. So yeah, we come in on New Donk City. We don't know it's called that yet, though. Yeah. This is just some stupid city. No, yeah. So honestly, this is where the hype begins, right? So we're all waiting. I mean, 
And then I'm like, hey, Splatoon Our 3. Over. That car could have killed Mario, by the way. <laughs> and there he is, our man. Yeah. So... No one, you don't know what to think at this point when no, you're actually seeing this. I do think that as soon as it switches to the back there, you're like, oh, you, that's the level. Like, <laughs> I think, I don't think, I think that's like what this was, and talk about, um, you know, Kento Motukura talking about how he's like, surprise. And I'm like, boom, you're in a city. Yeah, I mean, it makes sense to me that they would like drop it this way. Right. And so you're seeing New Donk City. And at first I thought that was like the hub world. Yeah. And then yeah. they just show you the sand kingdom which honestly you can't even see the scale of it yet cascade yeah. got, got a little so yeah it's and this is when we were zane and i at least this is when we're immediately getting banjo kazooie vibes just like everywhere because it's like wow each of these worlds looks completely different right. they already shown like eight <laughs> they flash like yeah the luncheon kingdom they show the, they show so many kingdoms yeah. And then they just like kind of just nice little idle animations, little jump roping. You see those four things. Yeah, you know, it, it, in the, the soup. Yeah, yeah, the Luncheon Kingdom. I like that being featured because that is like the heaviest stylization yeah. of any of the levels. And they do manage to hide quite a few kingdoms because there's no Moon Kingdom, there's no Bowser Kingdom, there's no right uh, Lost Kingdom. And weirdly, um, they are hide. Are, are they are they hiding Cappy's eyes or can we see them? No, you can't. I don't think you can. Yeah, so that's like a good, that was a really nice touch. Um, and then also, like, uh, I just noticed that really, we, yeah, we don't really get the whole Bowser wedding thing till the end of the trailer. And it's, it's still vague. Man, I remember watching this and thinking, I can't believe they're making another one. Like, they're making another the real Mario game. Yeah, another one, the one I want. And the music, the soaring score. And after credit scene. <laughs> Thanks, Marvel. Yeah. Oh my god. <laughs> like that, yeah. I like how there's no there's not really a You don't know context. why it's, yeah, like, so... it's got eyes. Oh wow. It's got eyes. Oh my so, Yeah, they did not showcase the capture no. mechanic. No, so, no. And I know why they so did that. So you just know there's eyes, yeah. They did so that because up, yeah. they knew when they were going to make the next trailer that they were going <laughs> to showcase the crap out of that. Yes. Like, they were like... Well, because, yeah, I like that it was... It is literally like an after trailer reveal, too. Right. Um, Let's talk about the capture mechanic. Really, yeah, we can talk about the capture mechanic. Um, I think... Go for it. What I really, really enjoy is just, one, some of the things you can capture are just bonkers. Oh, you yes. Know? Like, some... It goes from it's a it's a very wide spectrum. Mm -hmm. You can capture a piece of meat and waddle around. True. You can capture like one of my favorites. It's, it's funny that you can capture inanimate objects and, and live, ob live yes. objects like tanks. Right. Um, Which is why. Oh, by the way, that's just fun fact. I would I won't I won't derail too much. Fun fact: first uh, Mario game to not be A for ever, like all and would be E ten plus oh, yeah. because of the tanks. No joke. Anyway, because that's just like more hardcore than anything. Yeah, anyway. that's pretty bad A. So I it went say. from all, it basically went to <laughs> hard R. <you> know? <laughs> e ten plus for Mario yeah. is like that's pretty vulgar. But anyway, continue. Yeah. So that's a fun so, fact. So it's very that. vulgar that the tanks right. are in there. Very vulgar and yeah. violent. Um, and there's so many fun <laughs> things like in the. 
in the Sand Kingdom, uh, you, you know, you capture bullet bills, and you can, yeah. use, you can fly around no, with those. No, that's one of the best, honestly, is having the boost, and then um, also dealing with the fact that you're like a bullet bill, and that you will explode. Right. That's, like, a funny idea to me, because, like, it's, you know, they could take that away, because it's, like, you are inhabiting it now, but I like that you're just, you are, you're, you're having to use the lore of the bullet bill. Like, I like that for the classic enemies, they were like, no, you can only do what they could do. Like, Goombas can't actually do anything. Right. Yeah. And all you can do is stack them. <laughs> and yeah. so that makes sense to me, because, yeah. like, a Goomba is, up until now, is just a thing, unless it's a wing Goomba, which you get to do as well. But, like, Goombas just go back and forth. And right. they, they, um, they graced us with the fact they can jump. But that's yeah. about it. Yeah, there's a, and there's so much <laughs> there's more. There's the Goomba still, yeah. you know, which is, oh yeah, stacking Goombas. Stacking. I'll get more into stacking Goombas as we go. Um, there's many ways you can stack them. It's very satisfying. Yeah, as a wise man once said, stacks on, stacks on, stacks. Goombas. On stacks. <laughs> Goombas. <laughs> but, um, so, uh, yeah, so I also, I also have to shout out, um, uh, to I wish, Jesus. Yeah. <laughs> I wish I could, um, uh, what is, uh, what's his, what's the centipede enemy in, um, uh, the, that does the musical noise when you come out. Ah, uh, see that we're not going we'll to have to pull that. <laughs> oh, great. Now it's everyone knows extend. we don't know our Mario no, lore. Yeah, we, oh, no, no, it's okay. We'll, we'll cut this out. It's cut out. It's cut out, but we'll get to that. We're not at the level yet. Um, oh yeah, but, um. I guess we should really talk, at least, if we're going to talk capture mechanics, we have to at least talk about the frog a little bit. Because yes. that is the tutorial. Yeah, speaking of frogs, I just got done playing Final Fantasy VII, mm -hmm. and there's a status effect that enemies can inflict on you that just turns you into a frog. And it's it's hard to cure, and it's the worst thing ever. Yeah. Side note. That's a side note. Which it's fresh on my mind. <laughs> no, yeah, but... Um... Oh, it's in the remake as well. That's relevant. That's true. That's that relevant. Just came out. Relevant. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, I was playing the original Final Fantasy, not the Yeah, game. that's true. This is a retrospective. Yes, this is... Podcast. We don't talk about new games here. No, that's... no, no. Anyway, capture mechanic. Frog. Yes. Frog. And you know why that makes sense? Frogs jump. And you know who else jumps? <laughs> Our boy Mario. Right. Which, uh... <laughs> that is true. But, like, that is actually, I think, why they did that. And it makes a lot of sense. It's like, okay, so you're going to capture yeah. a thing, and it jumps higher. Right. But like it was a good, it's, it's like a good tutorial mechanic. Is yeah. all I'm basically saying. Right, like, and it, it gives you the most hilarious. Well, that's the cutscene of yeah, when he. I'm uh, gonna go ahead and skip and talk about it. But uh, yeah. my god, the most, I thought that was so funny at the time when it's yeah. just like you're just expected to figure out what you're supposed to do. You yeah, know, just throw the throw the cap. And then on you the see my, Mario in insane peril, falling yes. through the mud. A Twilight Zone-esque horror sphere of, like, just, like, yeah. falling into the consciousness of the frog. And he's making that freaking Mario noise. It's just like that. Whoa! Exactly. So you've got your whoa, and then you yeah. just, he becomes frog. And Which then, to me is, I love, it's already, it's, it seriously is, like, one of the most zany things in Mario yeah. games ever is the capture. So I guess, I'm glad it got a zany uh, cutscene. That is big picture here that is another thing that odyssey gets so right um i can see why well some people like mario 64 over sunshine more or you know they like mario 64 more so than sunshine i i lean towards sunshine that might be nostalgia for me because that's mm -hmm. the one i played first right. it could be like a controversial right opinion. but um 
here's the deal. is a lot of people when talking about 64, they are looking at some of the worlds that are more zany. You know, there is a bit more. Mm-hmm. There's contrast between worlds where I get why some people would look at Sunshine and think, well, you know, that is a little too, like, everything's beach themed. You know, mm-hmm. there's not a whole lot of uh, variety. Right. But Odyssey does, its strength, I think it does it better than 64 does. And just each oh, world, yeah. um, I can't remember exactly how many worlds there is, but each world is way different than the last. Yeah. And offers something, you know, it's, its level design is a little different. It's got, uh, its music choice is different. You know, it's... Yeah. The theming is way more intense. Even the, yeah. and, uh, and I think... It's funny, too, because it pulled from Sunshine and that it also is a vacation mm-hmm. journey, <laughs> I guess. And that is, and that, and you see that in, like, the variety of the levels. And not only that, the stylization, if, like, we were talking Lunch and Kingdom earlier, like, that level is has a completely different style, mm-hmm. stylization than any of the other levels. Right. New Dock City also has a completely yeah. different stylization. So, like... They they're not like reusing many assets mm-hmm. here. Like they're like yeah, and that's they're creating like the entire worlds. Yeah, yeah it, from like from scratch. Right. You know, they're creating entire worlds from like the rocks look like this in this right. one, and but in this world the rocks look like this. So, right. Yeah, it's a lot of choices. Hey, um, we oh yeah are gonna take a short break. Here. Short break. Uh, not to you though. I'm pretty sure we're just gonna come back immediately. No. But for us, it might yes. be a five minute break. We'll be right back with gaming. Break, break, break. Cool. Yeah, I mean, it's also something I just mirrored saving things. I'll say one thing Canon is really good at <clears throat> is it's autofocus. It's really good. It's got yeah. really good. Yeah, most Canon cameras have ridiculous autofocus. I'm kind of curious if the GH5 will have them on. Same results. Yes. Z. Oh. No, you're kidding. <laughs> okay, lower it. Time to go. All right, we're back. That was quick. Wow. Wow. Okay, good break. So, um, we are going to continue with the Odyssey Odyssey by getting into the beginning of the game. Uh, so, Zane, I know you probably... Um, have some thoughts on this too, but uh, this, as opposed to other Mario games, we are thrown into the midst of a Bowser battle that is already happening. Yes. Which I feel like is a big change up. How do you feel about that, like, how about coming into this battle, you know? How- I think it was uh, really nice to... Uh, coming off of Mario plus Rabbids, mm-hmm. that had a pretty epic cinematic introduction yeah. i thought i was really happy to see that they also did that with mm-hmm. uh odyssey we don't really get to see mario mm-hmm. action sequences yes and i i at all there's actually there's a lot of cutscenes in this game there not, are or maybe not a lot but more but, than uh, yeah every time the rabbit or the brutals the rabbits i'm <laughs> sorry you just you just said rabbits <laughs> but like yeah other rab other rabbit rabbits yeah. but um that uh yeah, with like the brutals come. That's always a little cutscene. Yeah, it's, it's like there's little ones diced in there. Yes. Um, I dropped my notes. Sorry, audio listeners. It's okay. It's okay. They'll be fine. They'll they'll, they'll recover. <laughs> <laughs> but um, so um, yeah, we basically come in. The game starts off, and um, 
we're amidst an epic battle between Bowser and Mario. Um, so we see the initial kidnapping. So classic Mario. Yes. He and just kidnapped. Fun fact, they did not have Peach in her wedding costume in the trailer. Oh. In the trailer, she has a... Or at least in the first one. Yeah. It's just her pink dress. Yeah, another trailer um, change. But you see... Yeah, because you, you see it a portion. Yeah, kind of like... Yeah, so another, kind of yeah. just like the eyes. Right. And this this part of the game's awesome. It has like Mar- uh, Bowser... Like, he's just, just speaking drib- gibberish, but when he says Mario, he's like, Mario. Right. <laughs> he's like, Mario, 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 So, yeah. Mario. So, a little more character than he yeah. usually gets. Um, so, that's nice. Um, Bowser's great in this game. He Bowser has a lot of personality. He does. It's weird. And I think he has, in the last couple of years, gotten more. Like, you, have, you know, yeah. they've used him in directs. They've, right. like, given him a little more. I feel like 3D World, speaking of that, since that's, I mean, uh, same developers, and then also, like, um coming off the heels of that game. Bowser has a lot of character yeah. in that game as well. And he he's a little like I don't know, he's not very he's not very like one dimensional. He's definitely got a little bit of a an arc. I think we'll talk about this definitely like way later once we get in right, more so in is, the game. But yeah. he he definitely has a like a, a side that you're sympathetic for because he just wants to marry Peach and <laughs> They make it to where, like, there's parts where he's just sad, you know, and then, at, like, at the end of the game, he's, like, Mario and Bowser are, like, kind of on the same side. Yeah, they do, yeah. So, it's definitely, um, they definitely play with him more yeah. in this one, like, as a kind of a goof character yeah. than he's played in other games. Yeah, so it's just it's Well, I mean, you do, you straight up just see him in a top hat and a yeah. white suit, his so it's, hair like, is, it's gonna be goofy. Hair is sl- his hair is slicked over. over. Which was the best design choice ever. <laughs> he does look hilarious. I mean, he does have hair, so, uh, Is that a bold, bold statement? Best design best choice ever. Ever in gaming. Slicking Bowser's hair yeah. to the left. I think it's crucial to the game's success. Um, speaking of the game's success, uh, just a shout out to how uh, incredibly popular it was on its release since before we were kind of yeah. talking pre-game. Um, the Edge, 10 out of 10. EGM, 10 out of 10. GameSpot, 10 out of 10. GamesRadar, 10 out of 10. Yeah. IGN, 10 out of 10. Nintendo Life, that's a little, a little biased. Yeah. 10 out of 10. <laughs> Nintendo World Report. They got they snuck two in there. <laughs> 10 out of 10. Polygon. 9.5 out of 10. <laughs> so I was... Here's a fun <laughs> yeah. little story. Yeah. So I was in Albania when uh, right. I, the review scores came out. Pretty wild. Actually, when Odyssey came out. Yeah, I was in Albania. I, uh, yeah, yeah. Right. I sent you, you a picture. Yeah. yeah. I actually bought you yeah. Odyssey. And mm-hmm. then also... So yeah, I sent a picture. Because it, it was coming... You were out of country. So right. I mean. And I was just outside of this restaurant, and I was just scrolling through. Because I, I knew they were... You know, the review mm-hmm. scores were about to come out or sometime around then. Right. The timing was weird because I was in... Right, yes. and oh my gosh, when I started seeing ten out of ten, I, and I just, you know, before this, the big game I played was Breath of the Wild, which also also got ten out of ten. All the same, Breath of the Wild's like one, you know, yeah, one of my favorite games, and it probably got the same right. score by yeah. all these. Yeah, well, you know, Breath of the Wild, Breath of the Wild, was insane reviews right. across the board. So it really but, did have. I mean, Mario Odyssey, even even with the hype, still had a lot to follow up. With, uh, Zelda, such Zelda. a big score for the Switch there at the like yeah. having Breath of the Wild and then Odyssey it just showed you that you know every, things are going to be pretty good. I think that's when the ultimate faith in yeah. the in the Switch was restored because mm-hmm. I think you know people were worried at first that because we had just come off of the Wii U which is that we don't speak of the dark times. Yeah. But I think that was uh yeah. <laughs> 
I think Breath of the Wild was like okay. We we're all like awesome. One amazing, yeah. basically right. flawless game. A game that and I then, had no excitement for. By right. Like. Weirdly <laughs> enough. Weirdly <laughs> enough, which is like probably its own weird thing to hear for yeah. people. Like, but yeah, just because it's a mainline, the mainline right. Zelda game. But like, I think Mario Odyssey was where it's like okay. So we just got like a definitive Link game. We just mm-hmm. got a definitive Mario game. I think that's when everyone's faith was totally like we were sure that this console was gonna like live up to the expectations yeah. that and now it has just obliterated the right. expectations by giving us games we didn't even at this point, you know, it's right. it's given us so much we didn't even think we would get. Yeah. And to me, and we we've said this before that the, the Switch to me is like the next GameCube, and mm-hmm. it's like it's get it's getting its Mario, its Zelda, its Animal Crossing. Yep, it's, it got its Smash. It's getting its uh, yeah, it's got Smash. It's getting a Metroid. Prime. Metroid main I series hope. really want to see that trailer. <laughs> that series of the game exists. Right. Yeah, we can talk about that game another time. Though. Yeah, definitely. Uh, so love for it to get a Pikmin. You know, it had a, I don't know. To to me, the GameCube had just such a great library. You know. Mm-hmm. Um, and pe- you know people talk about the system sometimes they say the you know sixty four is better the game Wii is better or whatever, mm-hmm. um, but to me I th- the GameCube just has one of the best libraries. Out of it does, console. and it, and it's a uh, yeah, and it, and it was right before um, Nintendo got a little more experimental with its social media aspects, trying to dive into internet mm-hmm. uh, capabilities, which it really struggled right. with for so long through the Wii era, mm. which was, ten, you know, 10 plus years. Yeah. So it's like, yeah, I think the GameCube is like, it reminds me of like an era of purity for Nintendo where mm. they were still just a game console and the Switch feels like, again, I mean, it has online capabilities, yeah. but now they've been given, now they've had the time to actually iron a lot of that out. Um, not that they still don't struggle a little bit. They're yeah. always, that, that's where they are, ne- like, that's just not their focus, you know. So, but like, I think the Switch is like the revival of like the game console just mm-hmm. being a game console. I mean, it's got, it's basically like re brought. It, it's re. It's brought back in uh, to like the gaming sphere co op couch co op, mm-hmm. uh, which is basically impossible. I mean, it got to the point with Microsoft where you can't even uh, split screen Halo, mm-hmm. or you know, like and so it brought it, it. It has it brought back all those little community things that sure. we like about uh, those older consoles. Yeah. So I think yeah, and Odyssey was like a big reassurance of that too, and it even does have even though the co op is like minimal it's almost like a good like little brother little sister co-op style where they could like do something you know what i mean i feel like it was like they're always thinking about kids when nintendo develops anything and so i think they did a good job with that it's like they didn't have to they didn't have that no no just yeah Yeah, no no just Just like the rolling or like these random things that are just for fun and odyssey is a game i will give credit to that like yeah from like a six-year-old or even a five-year-old maybe could pick it up and at least have fun jumping around right. and like maybe even get a power moon if they can like jump up on do it you know yep. it, like really you could be very young and i think you could get enjoyment out of this yep. game but then you can also be you know 50 and right. like have a blast with it <clears throat> okay so i'm just gonna all right all right um so I can just hop right into it and just talk about Trump. All right, so... All right. Odyssey definitely appeals to my wife. 
<laughs> yeah, it does. <laughs> All right, so keep going. Okay. Okay. I'll I'll literally say what I ended off saying. Okay. Um. Uh. So, so yeah, I think you could be like it could appeal to a super young person, or you could be like fifty and have a blast with it. Well, my wife, you know, she doesn't have a wide spectrum of games she really plays. She right. just has her... Her classic. Yeah. Like, your go-tos. Yeah, her go-tos. Like, like right now, she's buried in Animal Crossing. Yeah. But, yeah. but you know, even... Sims. She Od- likes Sims. Yeah, Sims. Uh, but Odyssey, you know, is accessible enough for her. But, you know, she beat it. She went through the story. Mm-hmm. And Odyssey has that really neat dynamic where you can... You can breeze through the game if mm-hmm. you want to. You know, you don't have to do everything. No, no, mm-hmm. like you can beat it, it really quick. Yeah, actually. but that's the kind of the kid friendly aspect. Yeah, I think, you can there. zip through it, but you can also play it for a lot of hours. Oh yeah, many I mean, many hours. Uh, if you can, if you count all moons over two thousand, right. uh, so right, if counting like all right. of the there's extra so much moons you to can do. buy, even like yeah. that's counting all of the moons, but. Yeah, there's there's like about an unlimited amount, and like we we you know that's been mentioned a lot actually with Odyssey that it could like play to it or it could be a strength or a weakness that yes. you have so many moons. Right. Yeah. Because um, well, contrasting with previous Mario games, it's yeah. like in order a very specific to amount. well, let's say Sunshine, it's like in order to beat the game, you know, you have to get a lot of shrine sprites, right? Mm-hmm. Almost all of them, right? You right. you there's only. Uh, because you, you have to get uh, Shadow Mario in each world, and that's mm-hmm. pretty close to the end of each world, so you don't have much to do after you do. You right, know? no, yeah, that's it. Um, you, like, you've capped off the level. Yes, where Odyssey, you can beat the game and only have done, like, I don't know, not even half. 20%. Nah, it's like 20%. 15% it's like, of what's actually there to collect. It's really crazy. For and a then, collectible game. Yeah, and then afterwards, it's like they have, Plus they have there's like, collectible the secret clothes, worlds or whatever. And there's collect- yeah. And, Figure World's collectible clothes on top, yeah. uh, the purple coins. Yeah. You know, there's like there's so many different. Uh, so many. Yeah. Uh, there's so much to do, yeah. but then also it could be kind of a, it could be a quick experience if you're not like a hardcore gamer right. and you're not interested in like a hundred percenting things. It could be like a very leisurely right. fun game. And uh, well, you know, some people do think that's a weakness that there's so much to do. But mm-hmm. honestly, I went back and you know after playing Sunshine in some of sixty four, mm-hmm. it's. To me, I think Odyssey's structure of just having a bunch of stuff to do all the time, mm-hmm. I think it works better. Yeah. It's it's more consistently entertaining to me. Right. And I think that is, yeah, something where, like, 64, would, a game I love, but, like, the grind of uh, going in and out of levels and the pacing, yeah. I think, is, like, not as good as we often remember right. it being. Though it's still good. Like, I mean, like, yeah. honestly, for the time, it's still insane. And um, I would say it would... But I have always preferred the banjo style of not getting right. kicked out of the level. That can become frustrating uh, right. in those older ones. Some people might say that... It, the problem isn't that there's like a lot, there's so much to do. It's the fact that the reward is the same, mm-hmm. just about for everything that you do. So it's like right. you can just like ground pound this little space and mm-hmm. you get a moon, or you can like go through this really hard yeah. uh, platforming challenge and, and also it's, it's a moon. A you know, moon. it's the yeah. same thing. I get that. I think that makes sense. That's valid. Right, but, but uh, since it's a collectathon, ultimately that's right. what you're doing, regardless. Right. It's of not a big deal. It's, like it's not a big deal to me. Me but either. I can see 
if someone said that they didn't like that, I, I think that Oh, no, sense. yeah, totally. I, I, it, that's, like, just a preferential thing, yeah. I think. Like, you either are going to feel like that devalues it or not. Mm-hmm. It's just kind of, like, up to you. It's, like, really your own, like, uh, gauge of gaming and what you like mm-hmm. about, like, reward systems and that kind of thing. Like, right. And that just happens to be up our alley, this kind of, like... Because mm-hmm. we like Banjo-Kazooie. We like with the games that just have absurd amount of collectibles right. where the only re- reward you really get for collecting them is that you got them. Yeah. And that's, but that, if you like that, then you're going to like love that. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. Speaking of which, shout out to, um, the, uh, receiving AC for me. Yeah. Ah. Yeah, that smacks pretty hard. Um, yeah, so that's like a great noise. <laughs> speaking of, yeah, I just, I just had to give a quick shout out because that's very satisfying every time. Yeah, it is. Um, so I guess um, we're not going to be able to get into it uh, too much this episode. We're going to have to Aww. leave it off. No, but uh, we were just talking about how we're on the ship with Bowser and uh, the Peach kidnapping happens, and then we are knocked off the ship. And our hat is ripped into shreds. It's very, very uh, um, depressing for Mario. He's falling. Right. Did, Ra- did Bowser win? Is this the end we of might the game? Know, it's hard to know if the game's over at that point. And then um, we enter the first kingdom of the game. A very strange first level for a Mario game. Yes, it we is not very green. <laughs> a strange ghost world of anthropomorphic hats <laughs> that um, are ghosts as well. Yeah, it's neat. It's, it's a cool idea. I don't know where it came from exactly. Yeah, I think the idea of a cap kingdom is very funny. It is. Especially compared to every other kingdom. It's the most like, you know, we got like this, mat- here's a kingdom that's a metropolis. Here's, here's a kingdom, kingdom that's, that's the woods. That's the, you know, it's a, the yeah. sand kingdom, this vast yeah. sand kingdom. And here's the hat The hat kingdom. kingdom. That's a ghost world with very eerie uh, Grant Kirkopi-esque. Yeah. Uh, score. Lots of dingy noises. Which yeah. I really enjoy. Yeah. Though, like, honestly, if you compare it to any other opening Mario mm. level, it's just so strange. Right. Like, I was very surprised that that was the first level, at least myself. Like, because yeah. you're introduced, you see New Donk City, you see mm-hmm. uh, Cascade Kingdom, mm-hmm. you see, in the trailer, you see all these bright, crazy worlds that right. are looking like you're just going to have a zany fun time. And then you start out in basically what's the closest to, like, the Booze Mansion right. in 64, honestly. Mm-hmm. So that's, like, the scary... It's, like, the creepiest yeah. level we've gotten since then. And here's the thing, Ian. And this is what you got to understand. What is the thing? It's the Odyssey, you see. Yes, see. It is in this game's... It's, it's this game's goal to surprise you and just mm-hmm. throw something that is very wacky and zany yeah. and... I think that Boom again, it happened. With right. It. Yeah. So I, <laughs> and this is a very small kingdom. Um, I do really enjoy it, but I think if you're like going to rank the, if you're, here's me with my rankings. Yeah, like if you're yes. going to rank, here's my top ten. Yeah, Zane has a lot. We'll get into those. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I have plenty of top tens, and uh, yeah. So, I I do think it ranks lower on the list solely because there is not a whole lot going on. No. More of an introductory thing. And it's thing. not because it's the kingdom's bad. It's just because some I of the I think it's kingdom, a story world, you yeah, know. It's, the later it's kingdoms are bigger in scope. It's basically just to build Cappy yeah. as any kind of, like, character yeah. that... Ex- 
I honestly think it primarily prim- primarily exists just to show you that Cappy was even in a place to begin with, so yeah. that you like even get mm-hmm. like let's go like so that it, you know I just like right. they introduce a character that's just a hat. It's yeah. not. It, it would be hard to like explain mm-hmm. that. So I think the Cap Kingdoms. That's like just a funny, goofy Mario yeah. way of being like, "There's the cat. This is the Cap Kingdom." Yeah. And he's the reason he's in the hat is because he's just a ghost right. and he can inhabit things, and you can now inhabit things. Yeah. So, yeah. And it's it's one of those worlds that it is just kind of a transitional world. I think just from, it's it's short. It's kind of like the Cloud Kingdom, cloud kingdom and yeah. the, uh, well, the Lost Kingdom is not short. That's that's big enough. I wouldn't call that transitional, but it does. You know, it does have to do with the narrative of the story. Yeah, it is um, more of a like, it's more of a like progression yeah. than like a world its own. Though, it, though, like, uh, so because I, I I believe the the Cloud Kingdom does it receive does it have an extra power moon uh, rock like um, once you beat the game? Thing? Yes, it does. I think. It <laughs> yeah. Does. Okay. I was thinking so. So you do even with yeah. that one, you get extra yeah. content. So that's cool. Right. So even for like even for a transitional world, I'd say that's pretty like fleshed yeah. out, considering the amount of full right. worlds there are in the game, which are a lot, yeah. and some enormous. Like right. uh, the Sand Kingdom is huge. Uh, the, the yeah, the Cascade Kingdom is big. Uh, mm-hmm. New Dog City is huge. Right. Uh, that goes to show you the dynamic of the worlds is mm-hmm. is dynamic. It is dynamic. It's, it's a, the dynamic not, is very dynamic. It's it is very. Uh, you go from small kingdom, huge kingdom. You right. go from the well, you go from the cap kingdom to the cascade kingdom, which is larger, and then the sand kingdom, which is even larger. Which honestly, it's funny. It's almost Super Mario World esque right. to me. How like you know, it's like you'll go to one level that's a castle level. Right. Uh, that's this big maze, and then the, one level will just be a quick little level where you like run across a yeah. bunch of things, get a bunch of coins, and then like it's over. Right. And then the next level will be a more lengthy level. And then it's it, I I think that variety maybe went away a bit and like was brought back full tilt right. in Odyssey. I just well, variants of worlds yeah. and being like this world doesn't have to be an entire playground like mm-hmm. the others though they all have the playground they all have something to do like okay so from the sand kingdom it's like you choose you get the choice to go from one world or the other you get the choice to either go to the lake kingdom or the wooded kingdom i think right and that's just really that's another really interesting thing is it that is. you have the choice to choose it right. kind of makes it a little less and linear. that's super uh super mario world again right so, branching paths. That's interesting. I haven't seen that in a while. Yeah. That's... So, so honestly, I think, you know, it's funny that it's like we're, I think what we're seeing more and more, and we'll probably keep, obviously we're going to keep talking about it, but it's like, the it just keeps again and again borrowing from the best elements of all the right. classic games. Like, because we're finding, that's one I hadn't thought about until mm-hmm. we just like started this discussion. Is like, oh, well, that's some Super Mario World branching paths, like, uh, level variants. Right. You know, it, it really does do that. Yeah. And like, even the map is kind of like an overworld mm-hmm. view of like the Mario, yeah. and that's so iconic. Yeah, I really think they they were meticulous with. I have a critique. Yes, critique. Okay, so I will say that I yeah would, we're being very nice. <laughs> I would have preferred. Yeah, screw this game. Uh, it five out of ten. I, I really wish it had a hub world. That would be nice. I did. I. And usually not Rather a huge map. fan of like just Overworld, accessing yeah. worlds from a menu. Donkey Kong Country. Um, 
etc. Yeah, I would much rather have like even if it was just this is my idea. All right, Super Mario Odyssey two developers hear this. I think the Odyssey should be the ship should have be the hub world. Yeah, like make it just huge. Make yeah, it huge on the inside. Yeah, make know? it like his own little like his. They were so close with that you can even customize it and stuff. Yeah. But you, there's nothing to be done in it. Yeah. Imagine just, if it was like a big, yeah, big interactive place where you've got like Mario's room that you can do the customization and stuff. But then also have a big deck right. where you can look out, see all of the lands and the horizon. Okay, so here's it the has a deck. I think so you never. Why does it have a deck? I think it could learn something from Final Fantasy VII. He's gonna fall off that deck. <laughs> in Final Fantasy VII, in the in the later game. You have a blimp ship kind of yeah, thing, yeah, classic right? And you can FF7 you, ship. and like the hub world, right, is just you flying around mm -hmm. in that ship, and you can, you know, and that's how you access each area. It'd be cool if there was something like that in Odyssey, where it's just like you, right. would, you would physically you pilot it to um, each world. But yeah, in Final Fantasy, at least on the Switch, when you press X, then you get to go inside the ship, and you can do things yeah, inside the ship. It would be great if, as you progressed, as you got to the next world, mm. in Odyssey, like more parts of the ship would start to open. Yeah, it'd be great. So again, that's my yeah. that's what I wish well, would have happened. Maybe a little Animal Crossing, like you have a trophy room, like like see, like because they have you know if you're gonna have fifty unlockable costumes and fifty like have like a room in the Odyssey where you have like a little trophy area, right. like you see like. Uh, that's like where you see like all the outfits you've mm. gotten and then you see like all of the yeah all of the whatever amount of collectibles you've collected right. kind of documented but like in a cool yeah. tangible way because usually in Mario we only see a counter or like right. you have this much it'd be cool to actually see them like physicalized in yeah. the actual right hub, in a hub yeah so I think that is a yeah that's a good critique slash punch mm -hmm. up for yeah we uh, need to remember to do that we need to remember to actually make the game not seem perfect. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Because, like, like Polygon, 9.5 out right. of 10. That point five was because there was no hub world. I'm thinking so. I haven't read I haven't read the article myself. <laughs> but I've heard that's what they yeah. thought. So Shout out Polygon. Follow them at Polygon. <laughs> but, um, uh, so, yeah, I mean, uh, we're just now getting into the Cap Kingdom. But I yeah. think we're probably going to have to wrap things up um, yeah. for episode one. But I think it's been quite an odyssey. Yes, it's been quite the nice odyssey, odyssey. Yes, see. Yes. Odyssey? Yes, see. So, uh, I guess uh, from me and from Zane, the gaming game bros, we will see you next episode, where we will dive farther into the Cap Kingdom and then onto the next kingdoms. It's been real. Follow us. On Twitter at Gaming Game Bros, on all podcast services, and on YouTube. Please report us. <laughs> five stars. <laughs> Please report us and give us five stars on the podcast app. All right. See you later. See ya.